Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. You're tuned to The Drive on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. Steelers Nation Radio. Welcome back. I'm Dale Lally here with Matt Williamson. This is The Drive on Steelers Nation Radio. And uh, Matt, last week we took a look at the top 10 disruptors in the league according to Next Gen Stats. Uh, that was written by Nick Shook. Well, uh, Nick Shook also took a look at Next Gen Stats top 10 coverage players mm-hmm. of 2021. And I thought we'd go through that one because there's a Steeler on the list. Yeah, I, I just stumbled into this the other day, and uh, this has turned out to be a pretty good series. And no offense to Nick Shook one way or another. I mean, he's just kind of compiling data from their next-gen stuff. You know, there was things like best deep passer, best pass rusher, as we mentioned, best cover guy. Um, and then I happened just while we were you were talking there, I pulled up a recent pro football focus list. They have the best their best corner list. So if we need to, I was just going to reference that too. But this okay. is interesting because the Steeler might shock people. It very well may. Yeah. Um, as he says here, one one notable player who did not make the top ten was Dallas Cowboys standout Trayvon Diggs. Right, but another Dallas Cowboy player did. But another funny. Dallas Cowboy player did. That's this is my problem with cornerbacks and who makes the Pro Bowl and who does like Diggs had a whole bunch of interceptions last year, which is fantastic. Yeah, you're never you're never going to turn those away. Nothing better than that. Take the ball away, right. and change the game. Right. But much like Marcus Peters. He gives up a ton of big plays because he gambles so much. Yes. And so it's, it's one of these live by the sword, die by the sword things that just drives coaches nuts. Yeah. What I was going to say is depending how your defense is made up and maybe even who your quarterback is, some teams will live with that more than others. You know, like if you're the chiefs and okay, we gave up a big play. We'll get it back or the bills, maybe, or a high flying offense, or even like traditionally the last five, 10 years, the Harbaugh Tomlin era. I think the Ravens will allow some big plays because they're very aggressive with blitz and realize that's baked into their scheme. And if we can cause a big play extra because of it, so be it where the Steelers are not a conservative defense at all, but they don't, they're a little conservative at the corner position. You know I mean? It's yeah, not right. just, you know, they want to make you best of luck. You know? They want right. to make you take 10, 12 plays to get down the field. If you're going to get down the field. Absolutely. I mean, as a rule of thumb, they play yeah. more man coverage now, but 
they haven't had the blitz the last year or so, so they don't as much, you know, because they have such good pass rushers. So looking at the top cover guys, uh, just missing the list were Kyle Duggar, safety from the Patriots, yep. Darius Slay uh, of the Philadelphia Eagles, and then Carlton Davis of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Okay. Um, real quick on Duggar, because, boy, we've made a living just bashing the Patriot roster, which I still think stinks. But Duggar might actually be their best player. Like, he's a good young player. He's yeah. been, We never bring him up. He's not the flashiest, biggest name guy. But he's one of the guys you'd love to have on any team. Yeah. Uh, so number 10 is Xavier Howard. Uh, he had a 73.1 passer rating allowed. Catch rate uh, allowed below expect below ex- expectation was minus 9.5. His tight window percentage was 22.5 or 22.2. Target rate was 15.8%. Average separation on him was 2.6 yards. And targeted expected points added was minus 10.5. I mean, he's, he's a really good cornerback. Really good cornerback. He's making a ton of money. Um, a, a big thing with him, and this is a uh, uh, coach situation with them too. I read this one, you know, that they they invest in corners in Miami more than anyone out there. And I don't think the Steelers are going to take that route with Flores here. You know, I don't think all right. of a sudden they're going to ask these guys to play on islands all the time and pay Byron Jones and Zayvon Howard and use a first-round pick on a corner all in the same year. But Howard is a really interesting guy because he didn't test great, you know, coming out. And he actually, just reading this write-up, he wasn't awesome to begin the season, but then he was pretty dominant. Like, I'd have a hard time finding eight corners better than him. And I know that's not exactly what this exercise is. This is more of a stats last year. But if I'm picking up teams, I want David Howard. Yeah. Uh, Number nine is Jamel Dean. Okay. 60.5 60.5 passer rating allowed. Catch rate below expectation was 10, minus 10.3%. Tight window percentage was 21.2. His target rate was 16.9, so a little bit higher. Uh, average separation was 2.6 yards, and his target targeted expected points added was minus 11.9. Okay, so just missed the cut were Duggar, Slay, and his teammate Davis. So I think what they're telling us here is they had – the ninth and either 11th, 12th or 13th best corner in Tampa last year. And I don't know that everyone out there knows Jamal, Jamal Dean and Carl. And maybe, you know, Davis's name because he just hit free agency and got a long-term extension, but they've had a lot of success drafting corners outside the first round, defensive backs outside the first round and getting a lot out of them. Well, they play it very much like Baltimore does. Yeah. Yeah. Where they, they blitz and trust their corners to cover. That, I mean, if so, when you know that as a cornerback that hey, your team's going to blitz a lot, you can get up in the guy's face because you know the the ball's probably coming out quick. Yeah, exactly, and that's a Todd Bowles thing. You know, I mean, Todd's a very aggressive defensive play caller. Probably will will be as a head coach as well, and they've gotten away with it out without you know until now after spending big money on Davis. They've had a pretty cheap defensive backfield, all in all. Antoine Winfield, those type yeah. of guys in the mid, you know, early to mid rounds. Number eight is Levi Wallace. Yeah, how about it? Passer rating allowed was seventy three point eight. Catch rate allowed below expectation was minus two point six. 
His tight window percentage was 27.2. His target rate was 18%. And so he saw a lot of targets. His average separation was 2.4 yards. And his targeted expected points added was minus 15.3. So I don't know this off the top of my head, but I just mentioned the Bucks re-signed Davis. I think he's making like 18 million a year. Well, the Steelers just got Wallace for four million a year right. and much different career paths. You know, he wasn't a drafted player. And but last year, and keep an eye out for us, wrote an article about Wallace will come out a week or so for DK Pittsburgh Sports, where he was really, really good for the Bills. And Tredavious White missed the last six games, I think. And the Bills still were clearly the best defense statistically in the league last year, whether it's yards for play, points allowed per game. And he was their number one corner. Yeah, I'm, I'm surprised. Uh, I'm actually surprised he didn't get more money. Me too. It's same thing with Akello Weathersman. They signed the same deal. Yep. And I was kind of surprised that neither one of those guys really broke the bank. Me too, because they both have had nice success in the league. And they both are six foot or taller long arms, leaner bodies. Wallace is a very physical player. I mean, for people who don't know, he walked on at Alabama and didn't get money until his third year. So he paid for two years of school and then wins a national championship at corner with Minka in the same defensive backfield with him, you know, two, a year later. Well, given, given how physical those Alabama practices are, yeah, he really paid. To go down. <laughs> yeah, right, right. No doubt. And you're there, you're not there on scholarship, but and then he earns a starting spot. Like, right, right. right with all those five star recruits that they're bringing in, like this guy's a self made man at the, the, the spot where you're not supposed to be able to be a self made man. Yeah. And reading this write up, it, it sounds like by their numbers and how they, they track this stuff, it's very rare for anyone to get noticeable separation for him. Does that mean he doesn't allow receptions? Of course not. But I think, and this shows up when you watch his tape too, there aren't many snaps when there's a receiver two yards away from him. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, he's, and, got and, this, he's, he's so long. He's long, right? Long but, arms and yeah, just, you know, good athleticism. And he doesn't run the super fast, mm -hmm. but neither did Joe Hayden. He's, he's like a young Joe Hayden. Yeah, yeah. And another thing I referenced in the article, which I'm sure endeared them to, you know, the Buffalo defensive back was they play a lot of match zone coverage, which is I start out in zone, but after X amount of seconds, which really is, you know, your first read, I mean, NFL plays don't last more than three or four seconds. I become a man coverage player. Well, the Steelers have done that for a long time, too. I mean, that's been yeah. a staple coverage for them. So this is a real good fit for the team he's a well. very good fit yeah yeah it really is seven is cameron dantzler of the vikings he allowed a passer rating of 74 his catch rate allowed below by expectation was minus 7.4 tight window percentage was 20.6 target rate was 19.6 uh, percent so he was highly targeted average separation was 2.8 yards his, his target targeted expectation points added was minus 18.2 Live Nation presents Concert Week. 
Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash concertweek to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Yeah, hold me closer, Cameron Dancer. Yeah, um, he allowed 4.9 yards per target in coverage, one of the lowest in the NFL. So I would have never thought of this one, you know, but when I read it, I'm like, wow, okay. You know, and everyone talked about, boy, the Vikes have to draft the D backs like crazy. And they, their first two picks were defensive backs. And they may have, you know, got a guy in Dantzler that people don't realize is a quality player already. Like Patrick Peterson shot and everyone thinks he's like the star of the secondary. Well, he really isn't. Yeah, he's not. He's that's no. no longer the case. Uh, number six is Anthony Brown of the Cowboys. I guess pass, he's the other cowboy. Yeah. Passer rating allowed 75.8 catch rate allowed below expectation minus 6.4%. His target tight window percentage was 28.2%, which is really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, target rate 21.7 because people were throwing away from digs. Uh, average separation 2.6 yards and targeted expected points added minus 19. And to your earlier point, I'm sure a lot of people around the, you know, fans nationally or even Cowboys fans look at him as he's the Robin to Diggs as Batman. And I'm not sure I would take him over Diggs if we're picking guys. Diggs is, you know, obviously impacts the game. But the fact that it's even a conversation to me is all you need to know about the situation. You know, I mean, Brown is a high quality player that people don't know a ton about. Diggs is all flash, good or bad. You know, like yeah. I think a lot of coaches would prefer Brown. Number five, I have a bit of a problem with this one, Matt. Well, I'll tell you why here in a second. Mm-hmm. Is Kevin Byard? Yeah, you think he's you know, he's on safety list? So his pass passer rating allowed was sixty two point seven. His catch rate allowed below expectation is minus eight point six. Tight window percentage is twenty three point five. His target rate is nine percent, and that's why I have an issue with that. Like yeah, yeah. cornerbacks are getting targeted much more frequently than, than if your safety. Yeah. I, I thought the same thing. Cause again, I read this article today and then it kind of reminded me of when we talked pass rushers too, cause Javon Hargrave and Aaron Donald were on there and they're all my, most like a safety to a corner. You know I mean? Their jobs yeah. are different. They're in the middle of the field. They're more physical, of course, D tackle versus edge. And I immediately thought, boy, Bayard's really good, but is he one of the best cover guys in the league? But then just reading the write-up, it convinced me a little bit more in that he was tied f- with five interceptions amongst the league league and safeties and had the 13 had 13 pass defenses, which was number one. And part of this is because you don't get targeted as much, of course, to your point. But he had the lowest passer rating allowed when covering tight ends. So if he's your tight end or racer and he does it better than anyone in the league, I can make a case for him, you know. It's just a different job, though. For it's a different for, job because you know corners are covering all these different size wide receivers. If I'm covering tight ends, I mean that's a little different. It just is. It is, and uh, Pro Football Focus has I forget what they're they call it some dumb award, but whatever they call it, if it's for best cover guy in the league, they they award one every year. And I haven't really paid attention to it the last couple of years, but I remember five years ago they gave it to Luke Keekley. And I was like, yeah, he's an awesome coverage linebacker, 
but he's covering Najee Harris, not Deontay Johnson. You know, right. I mean, like that's a different. bit of a difference. Yeah. Yeah. This next guy I love, though. Number four is Patrick Sertain, the second. Yeah. Uh, his passer rating allowed was 59.9. Catch rate below average or below expectation was minus 6.1. Tight window percentage, 28.1. So he's sticky. Target rate of 20.6. Yeah. He was a rookie, so he was going to get tested. Mm-hmm. Uh, average separation was 2.4 yards, and the targeted expected points was minus 21.8. If I'm picking corners from now until eternity, a dynasty league of corners, he's a top three or four pick to me. You know, yeah. I mean, he's one of the top under 25 year old players in the league, and I would be shocked if it's just a flash in the pan, especially considering who his dad is and went to Bama. And if there was ever a safe prospect, it was him. It was him. Yeah. Number three is Razul Douglas of the Packers. He was with the Saints. I believe he was with the Saints last year as well. Uh, he He's bounced, bounced around because nobody wants him. I think the Raiders cut him in, in yeah. training camp. Uh, passer rating allowed was 48.5. Catch rate uh, allowed below expectations was minus 6.9. Tight window percentage was 29.2. Uh, the target rate was 17.5. Average separation, 2.3 yards. And targeted expected points added was minus 22.7. Now, he's he's this high because he had some interceptions. Yeah, exactly. People threw at him on purpose because the Packers were light at corner, picked him up off the street, and were forced to stick him in the game. And he came up really big. I mean, good for him. He cashed in at the right time. They signed him to a three-year, $21 million contract. My guess if we're, if we're sitting season. here doing this show next year, yeah, he's not on there. He's not on there. I don't think so either. I mean, not to mention, um, Jari, Jari Alexander is a superstar. I mean, he's a stud corner. And last year's first-round pick, um, kid out of Georgia, Stokes, yeah. was a really good player for them too. So Douglas probably won't even be – in their base defense. Yeah. I mean, uh, they still game play. Money, good year. Right. He's, yeah. good. He's huge too. Number two is JC Jackson. Uh, passer rating allowed was 48.4 catch rate allowed below expectation was minus 8.9 tight window percentage was 20.8 target rate was 21%. Average separation was 2.9 yards, but his targeted expected points at it was minus 27.1. He's been making plays left and right since he's come in the league. And when they lost Stefan Gilmore, he became the true number one. And we know Belichick, those guys on islands a lot. I didn't understand this move from a, a Patriot perspective, you know, like you have money, you know, why didn't you extend him? Cause history shows with the Patriots, that's the one position that they really go after them. I mean, they wouldn't spent huge money on Revis, then huge money on Gilmore. And those guys were like defensive players of the year. And then they had a homegrown guy and they let him walk. Like I, I Belichick confounds me. It is a little strange to me, especially when they're paying two tight ends premium money. Yeah. Right. You know, and the chargers are sitting back going, sure. We'll take that guy. And, you know, <laughs> I, th- I think Jackson's legit. And then number one, is A.J. Terrell. Uh, Passer rating allowed, 49.9. Catch rate allowed below expectation, minus 14.6. Tight window percentage was 30.1%. Target rate was 14.8%. Average separation, 2.7 yards. And his targeted expected points added was minus 29.4. 
I'll be honest. I mean, my first thoughts when bringing up AJ Terrell were his draft class, you and I previewed it quite a bit, and we thought there were 16 really good players. Atlanta picked at 16, and 15 of those really good players were off the board, and we just assumed, well, how do you not take C.D. Lamb? He's the 16th best. You know, He's one of the top 16. He's the only one left. And they took Terrell, and, of course, Dallas took C.D. Lamb the next pick. And I was critical of it. I'm like, how do you, you took a tier lower player. And of course, Atlanta stinks. So you kind of forget about the guy, but he's popped up on several of these lists and I've paid more and more attention to him. He's a star. I mean, they were right. I'm not saying he's better than CD lamb or whatever, but they have like two good players. They got Kyle Pitts and AJ Terrell. And both of them were on a lot of these. Yeah. The nose under 25. Yeah. He's a good player. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, great. Long-term building right block right types, right building you know what i mean types, yeah yeah and he's definitely one of them yeah um you know whether that uh turns into many wins we'll see i don't know that it will uh mm-hmm. but uh, again uh you know with uh with levi wallace popping up on that at eight yeah that's uh, pretty nice it's pretty good there uh for the steelers and you see why uh why they picked him up it's gonna be interesting to see how this how they work that like who plays in a base defense? Because yeah. Levi, Levi Wallace and Akello Weatherspoon, I don't think could be any more different as, as cornerbacks. Levi and Weatherspoon? Yeah. Okay. Um, I mean, I think they're both outside guys. I, well, they're both outside guys. But I, I consider a Witherspoon more of the coverage guy. But Levi, this is saying Levi Wallace is a better cover guy. Yeah. I, I guess I see what you're saying. I mean, I thought they were similar just because they're both tall, they're long, they're purely think, outside guys. I, I think Wallace style is, of plays different. Yeah, I think I I think of Witherspoon as more of a finesse type cornerback. Me too. Whereas Wallace, I think, is more of a stick your nose in there and you know help with the run and do all that kind of stuff. And you don't expect those guys to be as good in coverage. Right, right. These numbers shock me with, with Wallace. To be honest, I mean, we both mentioned him pre-free agency oh he'd be a nice target for the Steelers probably get him at a decent price I didn't think they'd get him at that price but the you know and we both apparently love the signing I definitely do post signing but I'm shocked that he's amongst the best you know I mean he's not nearly as gifted as AJ Terrell or you know let alone Jalen Ramsey or you know he's he's a self-made man in the NFL as well yeah yeah and I'm not saying undrafted he's not only did he walk on in college, he went undrafted, and yet here he is. Yeah. And back to him versus Witherspoon, by no means am I saying Witherspoon's soft or anything, but he no, doesn't no. seem super excited about sticking his face in against a run, or he's more of a finesse guy, play the ball in the air, you know, those type of things. Tackling isn't his strong suit. Wallace is the opposite. You know, I mean, he's very lean, both of them are. But I thought Wallace might be a safety type coming out of Alabama. You know, maybe a, a, a poor man's Tyron Matthew near the line of scrimmage, a KZ type guy, just because he's so physical and aggressive. Yeah, gets his hands in there and he's got long arms, makes things happen in that in that respect. But uh, that is mm-hmm. the list off of NFL.com. That was by Nick Shook. And again, he's just showing you what the numbers, what the next gen numbers show. And- right. I wouldn't trade any of those guys for Jalen Ramsey, but I mean, the right. numbers, the numbers, you know, and Ramsey, that, that to me is, you know, when, when I look at, you know, when they have Bayard on there, well, yeah, Ram, yeah. Ramsey's covering the other team's best receiver every game. Mm-hmm. 
Or I mentioned that, Jari Alexander. That's yeah, not on that I mean, that, that, I mean, well, he didn't play a lot, as much, you know. True, right? true, true. But that, that to me makes him, you know, that that matters. It that does. He's facing the other team's number one guy every week. You know, that kind of a big deal. That um, is different than the Donald conversation, who's it's not like Donald has it easier than those guys. He's getting doubled by a center and a guard all day as opposed to pass rushing against a tackle or maybe a tight end. You know, Right, right. But uh, we're going to take another break. He is Matt Williamson. I am Dale Lally. You're listening to The Drive here on Steelers Nation Radio. We'll be back to finish up the show right after this. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and two-door cinema club. Awards Watch says Liam Neeson is at his best. Don't miss In the Land of Saints and Sinners. Having left his dark past behind, retired hitman Finbar Murphy, played by Neeson, leads a quiet life in a remote coastal Irish town. But when a menacing crew of terrorists arrive, Finbar is drawn into a vicious game of cat and mouse, forcing him to choose between exposing his secret identity or defending his friends and neighbors. In the land of saints and sinners, from Samuel Goldwyn Films and Sony Pictures Home Entertainment, watch it now on digital. Rated R. 